and action in an attempt to make my life a little bit easier and more conducive. We are now running the stream a different way, running the podcast, excuse me, a different way. Um, and I hope this works out. Welcome to episode five of Rent Free with Tech Supreme and my phone ringing. Episode five. I got to get the episodes right before I start. Right. Hold on a second. Uh, episode five. Yeah. Episode. I My notes are mislabeled because episode four was actually just me off the top of my head talking about New Orleans. Uh, check. Thank you for checking out uh, Rent Free with Tech Supreme. If you're listening to this, uh, my name is Tech Supreme. I am your host, Tech Supreme, and I, um, yeah, this is a podcast, which is basically just in case you have not been listening, it's about 10 things that I want to talk about uh, randomly. So let's get right into it. I, I like a podcast to be fairly painless and uh, kind of simple. So this is like a 20 minute, 30 minute podcast at most. So just, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, hopefully the audio is good. I'm using a different way to record, so you'll have to forgive me. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is white tears, which is we all we know what black people, you know what it is. Uh, white tears is basically when people weaponize their tears, when white people, women specifically, use their tears as weapons. And we definitely saw that this week in the Karen from Victoria's Secret. Now, I don't like Karen. I don't like colonizer for two reasons. One they're more it's being used a lot and uh it kind of takes away the fact that they're being racist um it kind of a euphemism if you will and i don't like that at all i i'd rather you just call them racist a racist woman in victoria's secret or you know racist lindsey shaw like that sounds a little bit more accurate than karen i, I just feel like I, I saw a t- uh, tiktok where the guy was talking about like oh yeah we like they went hard when it came to coming up with racial names for black people like they went hard. We need to get in our bag on this one and, and come up with better names for than Karen and Colonizer. I like Clancy. Because that lets you know exactly what, what they are. Like Clancy is perfect. Uh so I, you know, the Karen is definitely a euphemism and you can see it's how it's being used as such. Um but yeah, we had the Victoria's Secret incident in which basically um this white woman attacked a black woman, and then as soon as she realized she was being filmed. She starts crying hysterically. Now, it is funny, right? To see a woman completely lose her own shit is funny. But the basis of that episode that we saw, that 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 fit that we saw, the whole situation from top to bottom is indicative of the black experience in America. Now, what I mean by this is you have a white woman attacking a black woman until she's on camera, until she realizes she's being filmed. She has a fit. Now, the reason she has a fit is because is basically she's saying during her fit that this black woman is attacking her, but clearly we see that she's attacked the black woman. But the interesting thing to me is not the not the woman who's freaking out, right? It's the it's the people around, it's the other white customers who are telling the black woman that she needs to leave. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Obviously, you guys are seeing this, but they're not addressing the woman, the white woman who's completely out of pocket. Addressing the black woman who's trying to, to document her attack, basically. She didn't def- she didn't really defend herself. She didn't fight back. Because she knows what happened if she fights back. All of a sudden, you know, cops will shoot her or some crazy shit. They'll find a way. Um, but yeah, their, their reaction was to basically shoe off the black woman as if she's the one who's causing the problem. Not the actual problem, which has gone 
is going unkept, if you will. Uh, so I thought I thought that was super fucked up. But another thing that I that is indicative of the black experience is when the police did show up and the mall security did show up, they didn't do anything. They they literally said, "I can't do anything." They know that we know that's not true. We know that mall security and the police officers have a, a that's really their job is to remove people who are acting like that, and they didn't. They refused to, and even after the fact, after the incident, she goes to the police station. And the the police officer is like, oh, we don't, I don't want to see, I don't even want to see the footage. And that is literally the black experience. Like, it's literally that whole episode is literally what it's like being black in America. You're attacked, you're blamed. And it doesn't matter what you do, what evidence you have, they don't even care. I, I thought that was insane. And again, like, the reason why she's acting like this is because she knows her life is ruined because, like, we're not taking that shit anymore. 2021 is not, is we see these videos. We're going in on Karen on, on TikTok. You know, we're going to find you. Like we're going to, we're going to find out who you are. You just know there's, there's freedom of speech. Absolutely. But now there are consequences for your actions and your words. Now you have to go. Now you're going to be li- held liable. You realize now that you can't be a white privileged asshole. Yeah. So I love the fact that, uh, the fact that we all have cameras is what is one of the things that is bringing a lot more light to racism and the simple technological technological advancement of cell phones is the reason why we're, we're now able to see more because trust me, trust and believe cops will turn their body cam off. They don't even give a fuck about that shit. That's just not even a fucking factor. They'll turn that shit off so quick. What happened? I don't know. We don't know. So, um, there was a, there was another incident, and I forgot what state this is in. Obviously, a midwestern state because that's where all the racists live. Just kidding, not Espresso Alamo. They refused service to a man who had a Black Lives Matter pin on. That's racist. That's fucked up. They doubled down. They doubled down on it too, which is make, makes it even worse. Um, and then you have the Lindsay Sly incident on TikTok where she's making fun of black creators. So here's the thing, and it's interesting because people like to throw stones and hide hands. So Lindsay Shaw makes this video making fun of black creators and sure okay you did that but where it gets really racist is in the comment section of that video um apparently it got super racist i saw a, a tiktok where it had screenshots of it so i was able to read some of them uh, of course uh the, Lindsay saw deleted it um but at that point the damage is done um congratulating her her white friend for doing the dance but then slamming the creators of the dance um, and then that fake apology, like, sorry, you're offended apology. It's, you know, with, with, and accompanied by the white tears, you know, the white weapons, <laughs> the white tear weapons. So, yeah, I feel no fucking remorse for Lindsay Shaw. Fuck her and fuck her two co mates, her co, or her television show, uh, co workers. And the black guy, fuck you all the way, dude. You're a literal joke for that. Like, if you, even if you don't think someone is racist, like for you to get on your camera and make fun of black people in an attempt to protect your friend is the corniest shit, corniest cornball fucking shit I've ever seen, ever heard. Insane. You definitely should be ashamed of yourself. Um, but yeah, moving on, uh, the Delta variant now. Oh, COVID-19. COVID-19. It's back, I guess. Delta variant is spreading like wildfire. People who aren't vaccinated are getting sick. Um, some people, some rare cases of people who are vaccinated are getting sick. 
Um, some countries are going to lockdown. And I think, you know, if we as a country get locked down again, it's all fault. 100% all fault. I, uh, I've been trying my best to wear masks everywhere I go. A couple times I've forgotten. I feel like a real asshole for not wearing my mask. Um, I get looked at funny for wearing my mask. People aren't wearing masks anymore. They're kind of off of that. Um, when I traveled to Mexico with my wife, everyone was wearing masks. You had to wear masks at all time inside of a building, unless you were actively eating or drinking. Um, airports, of course, you still have to wear a mask, but everywhere else you don't have to wear a mask. And it's kind of insane how fast people forgot uh, that we need to wear a mask and we need to sanitize our hands and protect ourselves. Um, not just for you, but for the people who are even more susceptible to COVID-19, especially with a Delta variant running around. Um, so I, I just think people seem seem to totally forget very quickly the uh for whatever reasons and you know maybe last this time last year there was a a quiet war between maskers and anti-maskers and it seems like as soon as the restrictions were lifted everyone was like oh we're on the same side no mask and i kind of feel like maybe you should wear your mask still maybe you should worry about your your hand sanitization but what do i know i just i just know that i i said to myself last year that i'm going forward I'm going to try to wear a mask as much as possible, regardless if we're in a pandemic or not, regardless of a Delta variant. I actually, you know, back before anything about a pandemic, you would see Asian people with their masks on and always wondered why. Um, and now I kind of, now that I understand it, now I'm kind of on board with that, you know, just always wearing your mask. And honestly, if even if it cuts down and catching the flu, it's just a thing that it's not that hard. And it's and it's kind of fly to me. I like wearing my mask. Especially when I got my sunglasses on, like you can't see my face at all. Like I like that type of shit. I don't know why, because I'm I'm a weirdo, but I think it looks cool. Um, so that is what it is. You know, if you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. You don't want to get vaccinated, fuck you. Right? I mean that's it, right? Like if you wear a mask, if you don't want to wear a mask, fine. Roll the dice, right? Roll the dice on yourself and your loved ones, whatever. I'm gonna wear my mask. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine, but you're an asshole. Right? Like fuck you. Right? Just you have your beliefs. I get it, right? I I totally get it. You children Coca-Cola, but I totally get that you don't want the vaccine, but fuck you, right? It's like, whatever. But I don't care either, because I vaccinated and I'm wearing my mask. So whatever you do is what you do. Like, I, you know, rest in peace. Here for a good time, a long time, right? Um, Cool. Now on to some, some news that I, I really enjoy. The NBA Finals is here. And uh, I'm not a t- fan of either one of these teams, Milwaukee Bucks or the Phoenix Suns. I want to see Chris Paul get a ring. That's pretty much my only reason for leaning towards Phoenix getting a championship. And I like Booker. I like Booker. I like Aiton. Um, I like McCall. Um, campaign. Um, what's the guys with the fro look like? Sideshow Bob. I like him. He got a nice jumper. I think it's Cam Johnson. Um, yeah, dude, I like that team. But I, you know, if I don't know, this is one of those things that home team is dominated, not dominated, but won each game. So we, we might just have to go to seven and see who can win game seven. But we'll see tomorrow on who and like. If the Suns can can win this game, then the burden is going to be definitely on on Milwaukee. Um, obviously, right? There'll be three two, but right now it's two two. But I don't know. Like, it looks like it looks like the Suns didn't didn't have an answer for Giannis these last couple games. You know, like I don't know what what that's about. Like I don't, I don't know if they can. I, maybe Giannis and Middleton want it more. Uh, this is an interesting series because either way it goes, you're going to get a new young talent who's going to win the, win a championship this year between Giannis and Booker. Um, and they both are deserving. They both work hard. Both both teams are deserving. And I, I think it's a good break to not have LeBron James in the finals. I know like that's kind of blasphemy to say, and I'm a huge LeBron James fan. At some point today, I will be watching the new Space Jam because it comes out today. Now, 
Side note, I watched Space Jam, the original one last night or yesterday while I worked. Absolute garbage. Um, absolutely horrible movie. There's no way Space Jam will not be better than that. The new Space Jam will 100% be better than that because that movie that everyone holds on to is a great movie because it's Michael Jordan is absolute trash. Now, maybe it, it worked back then. I was a fan back then. It worked. But now, now, today, 2021, trash. Horrible movie. And some movies from back, from back in the day, they hold up. But that's one of the worst basketball movies I've ever seen. He Got a Game holds up. White Man Can't Jump holds up. Uh, I just ran out of basketball movies in my head, but I'm sure I've seen more. I mean, I've definitely seen more. Um, but yeah, Space Jam does not hold up. But I think the new one will because it's uh, it's LeBron James and the graphics going to look insane. It's going to look it's going to be a good story as long as as long as it's not that original movie. It's going to be good. Uh, now back to the finals. I'm excited about Game Five. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, I want the the Suns to win, but if the Bucks want it more, the Bucks just want it more. As a New York, as a lifelong New York Knicks fan, and I'm no longer a New York Knicks fan because I don't live in New York anymore, New Jersey, and it's just really hard to be a Knicks fan. Um, they taught me a lesson in the '90s that if you want a team to win, don't put your emotion involved in it because it's one of those things that you can't control. So, like, there's no point in getting too upset. I used to get upset at the Knicks losing to the Pacers, to the Bulls, everyone else in the East, even to the Houston Rockets when they actually, you know, made it uh, to the finals. Um, you know, you can't control it. So don't get too wrapped up into the into the emotions of sports. Understand that. Understand that you want a team to win, but they, they may not. And that's fine, too. Don't let it ruin your day. It used to really fuck with me when when I like even in sports, I used to I used to get really like uh, really into it uh, when it came to watching sports and wanting a team to win. But now I'm just like at a certain point, I'm into it. But then I pull myself back like there's nothing you can really control about this situation. Like nothing you can do about it. They're going to do what they're going to do. And it's just it's a fun game. Just enjoy it. So I, I think I enjoy it better because of that. Um, yeah. So w- moving on, another uh, just another thing that's going on right now is the millionaires going to space, which I think is really stupid. Um, that's pretty much like I don't. It's not too much to say about millionaires going to space. I'm Jeff Bezos, the guy who owns the Vir- the Atlantic Virgin Atlantic whatever Virgin, going up into space, and um, you know they're paying, they're paying millions of dollars to go to space to take a flight quick flight up to, to, to over the atmosphere and coming back down. And that's cool and all, but yeah, we got homeless people and I hate what about isms, but it just seems like so many people waste so much money and then walk over people who have nothing. And I think that's weird. I think it's weird. Um, but just for like, Hey, million dollar experience, I guess. And I, I, I guess that's fine. I was looking at something. I was looking at something about a, a history of silver surfer and uh, their their world, Norn Rand, Norn Rand's world, created like this utopia. And honestly, you know, if it wasn't for greed and just villain shit, right? Like people want world domination. Like we should have, we should be living in a utopia. Like why do some certain things exist? And like we're just a human race. Like there's no reason why like we haven't set up the world to all be like super chill, but. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's like some science fiction shit. But if you really think about it, like we've created a society that's that's so harmful to the world, to each other, to the actual earth. And like maybe maybe it didn't have to be like this. Right. Like we created like man created money and is this these systems and 
we just kill each other for it and we all like i don't know it's kind of crazy when you think about it i'm not high either it's like it's morning time i'm like i'm super sober like this is, i know these are just the weird kind of thoughts that i have like why don't we live in a utopia like why isn't there utopian places like why like what is this what is all this that we're doing but this is what we created so i guess we've got to roll with it but millionaires going to space i mean that's kind of the reasons why like you'll never have like you'll, we have homelessness you know how much homeless like shit you can save and how many people in the need that you can save with one of these space trips that's stupid that's stupid but whatever right and speaking of space unidentified flying objects now if you know me you know that i believe in aliens i do if you don't it's kind of a weird thing that you think the universe is so big but you're so important right um the government is really doing a lot of ufo talking and saying how real it is and I may have touched about this on a previous episode. Um, uh, I actually did on episode one. We talked about it, um, but I saw an interesting theory about how UFOs and aliens are, uh, they're trying to, they think the government's trying to create um, an event coming going forward that would allow them to get more power. Um, so like more unification of the world under their system. It's interesting. Don't know how much I believe it, but it's something to look out for. Um, and I'm a big UFO guy. And one day I'll tell a story about why I feel like I was abducted by aliens. And I know that you're like, what? That's a huge story. It's dumb to some people, but to me, it's super real. Um, so that's that on that. Um, yeah. Let me know if you think aliens are real or not. I think they're real. I think it's uh, ignorant not to think that you're ignorant. But I do believe the government would do some shit like, oh, there's UFOs, you know, like listen to us more or do something do something it's gonna be something weird but it's interesting theory now one of the things i want to talk about is the baby i'm a fan of the baby i know he raps one style but that's cool i like his style i like the beats he picks i like his hooks he's he's fun to watch he killed someone in walmart defending his family i respect that um he did a thing where these two kids approached him uh, and they were trying to sell candy and they he asked him how much for a piece of candy he said two dollars for a piece of candy and then he's like, well, shit, how much for the whole box? And the kids, two kids, they both set up $200. Uh, that brought off, that sent off his red flags. And he's like, well, how many are in there? And I think they said 38 are in each box. And he was like, well, how much money is that? If you, if you add it up, he walked them through the math. It was like $65, $60, something like that. And he was like, why would I buy that for $200? You're trying to hustle me and I'm going to teach y'all a lesson. And now, like, I would have gave you a lot more for the candy like a lot more i would have blessed you if you didn't have a lot of me and try to extort me out of, out of more money because i'm the baby so now i'm only gonna buy one piece of candy and although it's a good lesson he you know but i'm just not sure he should have filmed it and put it online but either way it goes i'm not mad at the baby for this a lot of people are kind of on the fence it's kind of a topic of debate this week on like was he wrong for that like no he's not wrong as a business owner i can't do that like, as a business owner, I can't charge two people different prices. If so, if they ever were to talk, then I'd be a biggest asshole, and I would lose not one, but possibly two customers. So you can never, ever do that in business. And trust me, clients do talk. They know each other. I live in a city where they know they probably know each other, especially if they're a promoter or they own a business, and they're talking to someone else. Like, oh, you got yours from tech? Yeah, I got mine from Illustrious, and blah, blah, blah. And... You know, they were talking about price like, oh, like and when I started out super adamant because people were like, oh, can I get a hookup? It's like uh, I would always say, no, you can't get a hookup. 
Everyone has to pay the same rate. Everyone has to say, pay the same price. It is what it is. And I don't fold or bend. Same thing with business. I, now, if a company approaches me, this is the only time I feel like as a graphic designer, it's acceptable to charge more. If a big corporation comes to me, I'm going to charge more, right? Uh, they're going to get more return. I mean, I, honestly, as a graphic designer, you should be fluctuating your prices based on the amount of business you're going to get that company. Um, but that's a different story. I like to consider myself a mom and pop store of graphic design in my city. Uh, so I, I want to be fair, but like, obviously like if a company comes, they're going to have better, bigger demands. It's going to be, um, more rules involved in the design process. Um, and more is at stake. So they're going to get charged more corporations will get charged more, but like mom and pop, like operations, like small businesses, I'm not going to, I'm, and which is 95% of my clients. I'm never going to fluctuate charging like it is what it is now i did just raise my rates 50 percent, and everyone was on board with it because the price the product i'm giving you is worth way more than even that so it's a good lesson to baby taught the kids but um a lesson that they definitely uh i'm not sure should have been uh, used to kind of put the kids down or humiliate the kids online especially with the audience as big as the baby i would have liked that lesson to have been something that he just taught them because uh, I'm not sure if that lesson even translates well to the rest of, of the world, right? Like to the rest of the people who watched it. So not sure. Okay, uh, next topic. You know, normally I like to do 10 topics, but today I'm only going to do eight. And I'm already at 20 minutes, so this is kind of perfect that I, you know, didn't have the last two topics. Even though I asked Facebook, and I think I'm going to pull one from Facebook. I asked Facebook what I should do as far as two more topics. And I got some interesting answers, so I might pull that up real quick uh, while I talk to you and see if I can... Get some extra feedback on what to talk about. Uh, so my next topic that I do want to talk about is Black Widow. Now, spoilers: if you didn't see Black Widow, I'm not. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try not to spoil it. So I'm not gonna give any big plot details. I just want to talk about how I felt about the movie, and then maybe in the future I'll talk about like a big spoiler version of of how I feel about Black Widow. But I like the movie. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a solid movie. I don't think it's on the level of what people expect from MCU right now, but I think it's still a good movie. It would have been much better if it came out earlier. I would have definitely liked it even if it came out before uh, Natasha Romanoff's character was killed off. Obviously now with what happened at the next thing I'm going to talk about at the end of Loki, you know, they made it's very easy for them to bring people back. But, you know, as far as the movie is concerned, I love the characters. I love the character Yelena. Um, I think that's an awesome character going forward. Um, I love Red Guardian. Um, well, I forgot his name. He, the guy who plays Hopper. Um, he's amazing. Uh, phone call, excuse me, sorry. Um, he was amazing. So uh, the storyline was kind of eh. The villain was kind of eh. I think, I think it's amazing that the movie is based off of like this character's past that we're kind of unsure about, right? We don't know anything about. But then like Loki mentioned it in Avengers. But Drakov's daughter, and I thought that was amazing how they tied that in. Like the MCU just has a way of tying things together that makes so much sense uh, in a cinematic way. Um, definitely enjoyed that. And that um, Natasha Romanoff's um, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow is a solid superhero. You kind of get a little bit more of her motivation, but I feel like they could have fleshed that out a little bit more in the beginning. But as a overall, it was a good movie. It's a good movie. And I definitely recommend seeing it. Definitely recommend buying it if you're a collector of the MCU movies like I am. Um, definitely worth seeing in theaters or Disney Plus. You know, fuck it. I hope they keep that going, but I don't think they will. But the option to watch movies at home that you normally would go to the movie theaters, I think that's awesome. I think it's worth the 30 bucks that they charge for it. Um, especially if you can watch it over and over again. I think that's dope. 
I won't do that. I'll probably just wait until I'll probably go to movie theaters and see it one more time and then wait till it comes on digital to buy and I'll probably just buy it. But worth a worth a look. If you're especially if you like Marvel, it's a good action story. It's a good spy thriller, which is basically what it is. Um, I do have a problem with one of the villains, like the way they play, they portrayed the villain through the movie. Obviously, they, they did a little character switcheroo on us, but you know that's neither here nor there. It's a good movie. Now, my last thing I want to talk about um, before I get into these Facebook uh, t- uh, kind of topics was something that I might do every episode, which is write down eight things that I'm thinking about, and then two that people on my Facebook want to talk about. Um, so this last this last thing that I got is Loki. Uh, now we just saw the season finale of Loki, and it was everything. And I was on Tasty Steve's stream with Sketch Sawyer, and we were talking about it on Monday night, and uh, we we're talking about our expectations for the finale. And I was right, and I was wrong. I said vehemently, vehemently. I don't know, fuck that word up. But I said it that uh, Jonathan Majors would not appear. And spoilers, if you didn't see it, you know by this point, it's been out a few days. Hopefully, you saw it. Uh, but uh, they were teasing Kang the Conqueror. This whole this whole series was teasing it, and I didn't think they were going to do it. I didn't think they were going to put him in here, and they did, and they did it gloriously. And it was such good acting. Jonathan Majors is such an amazing actor, and the ending had me emotional, um, and it had me excited for Phase Four. This is the most excitement I've had for a Phase since Thanos was was teased. Um, the, with the fine, I'll do it myself. Because I grew up on Infinity Saga as a kid. Like, I remember reading it as a kid. Um, so, super exciting about what Marvel has in store. Uh, Tom Hiddleston is an amazing actor. The woman who plays Sylvie, uh, which is her name, escapes me. She's amazing. Jonathan Major stole the show. And Miss Minutes is an intimidating villain to be in a cartoon. It's going to be a, it's, it's, it's gonna be a good... Uh, Time to be a Marvel fan. Season two is confirmed. They see they confirmed season two, which I think this is going to be the first Disney Plus show with multiple seasons that they talked about. And I thought that was pretty fucking exciting. And uh, I went and watched Avengers this week, and I'm watching Age of Ultron now, and just like the just watching the growth of Loki is kind of insane. And as an actor, he just kind of nails it, and he kind of makes it. It makes he's the first villain that I felt in a continued universe that was actually good. He was the first villain that I think Marvel cut their teeth on, right? As far as like, oh, you can go, you can get in depth with a villain in a, in a, because they had more time to prepare. And I think they took that note and they gave it to Thanos and Killmonger um, in specific because like they were able to make a relatability to the villains. And I think you got that in Loki first, right? Like you can see Loki is scorned by his parents' love, right? Like, and Odin is the worst father. It's Odin's fault. That Loki's like this. Um, some would argue that it's destined to be like that since he's a Loki, but it's definitely Odin's fault because uh, all Loki wanted was validation. And that was kind of his motivation. And you kind of learn that. You, we know so much about the character because the way they've used him during the years, it exposes so much of who he is at his core. He's a, you know, he's his hurting child. Um, and this this Loki that we get in the this, this show is the mature the maturation i don't know if i use that right but like loki maturing and like becoming more we saw his mature his maturation i'm definitely not sure if i'm using that word right but we saw him get much more mature during endgame or no during infinity war leading up to infinity war with with by the end of ragnarok he was like more so 
of a hero than ever before. And he, and he, in this essence, died a hero. And the Loki that we get is not that hero, but we see, but, but knowing what happens to Loki. So instead of experiencing it, the Loki that we have, the variant that we have, which is a 2012 variant, he sees it and that allows that to change him, which is amazing. And the love that a narcissist has for himself is what makes him love more unconditionally, almost. It's interesting. Character development with Loki is by far one of the best character developments of a hero or villain. And that's all I got to say about Loki. Let's see. Uh, so my homie, his name is different than I know that it is. Messiah Youssef. Maybe he changed his name. Uh, he used to go by Oliver Spartan. He said, dating you 20s versus 30s. And I don't know what that's like because I've been in a committed relationship since my mid thirties. Um, from what I remember, twenties was different because it was a different era. Thirties was more online. Um, but I'm on the game, so it may have changed. If you know, let me know in the comments. And, uh, let's see. Uh, the homie Byron says, picking up more habits and behaviors from our parents than we realize or want to admit. That's an interesting one. It goes back to the, like the, like the Loki variant thing. Like, are you destined to be who you are? Um, perhaps there's definitely some things and I didn't have a best relationship with my mom. There's definitely some things that I, that, that I knew after I left and living with her that I picked up from her certain passions that I may not have had if it wasn't for her. Uh, so it's very interesting. Um, I don't have too much to talk about on that, on that end. Um, I guess it kind of boils down to what do you believe in as far as like you have a predetermined that's my Amazon going off pretty loud uh, do you have a predetermined uh, thought process that's like already instilled in you somehow or is it tabula rasa you start with a blank slate you are who you are as growth continues as, as you learn and do you pick up things from your parents I think you do right you pick up things all the time like in when you're raising and you're impressionable and you're just a sponge, you're just picking up things and that kind of ingrained into your character, no matter what. But I think if you, you, it's impossible not to pick up habits and behaviors from people that you've seen while you're in the sponge stage, even as you get older, you do pick up things and nuances and, and likes and dislikes that, you know, are absorbed. So I think it's impossible not to, you can, you can have good friendships, strong friendships, and you can pick up habits and behaviors from them. So you can totally pick up habits and behaviors from anybody. That was an interesting question. Um, this last question, unhealed trauma and relationships. And if you talk about it, you're not over it. Simple as that. Um, so I'm not going to talk about that because I, you know, you, it's therapy, right? That's the key. Everyone needs to go get therapy. Everybody. Uh, my homie Ben always says that if you're over 30, you need therapy. Everyone needs to get a therapist. I need to get one. I'm looking into it. I need to look into it more aggressively. My wife is calling me. She's upstairs. Um, so I will let that actually be the end of the podcast. That's pretty much what I had. Anyway, uh, if you like what you see, hit that follow button on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. It means a lot to me. I'm growing. I'm trying to get bigger. I need your help. If you're on TikTok, thank you for watching the video. Um, hit that follow button. Go over to the YouTube. Check it out. I talk a lot of shit on Twitter. Holler me at Twitter 
at Tech Supreme. Tech Supreme. You know what it is. And, you know, I appreciate your presence. If you have any suggestions for topics next week, go to any of these these social media pages and, and let me know what you think I should talk about. Simple as that. So I love you. Have a good day. And I will see you later. Peace and good night. Break, break. Break, break.